0: Smoking and growing and watching Prohibition fall down. Good morning, DGC. For some reason, I was thinking of the uh, the old Robin Williams there. Good morning, Vietnam. Uh, remembering how they used to talk in the uh, radio jive, man. You got to come in hot, coming hot. Today, we've got a little grow talk, cultivation talk. What's going on? Coming at you. Uh, coming at you. You down? You down, Guru? Oh, I'm completely down, dude. What are you doing? We're down a man dgc we're down a man uh scotty reel is uh do i say stuck in costa rica right now um had a little bit uh after our little summer summertime vacay stolen passport so uh stay tuned for wake and bake coming soon about our adventures in costa rica you usually uh, having to go to
1: i was I was gonna say you usually need those to get back into the country like
0: <laughs> it makes scotty it kind of had to go to the uh embassy and that timed in uh, i think with july 4th being closed no independence day nobody's at the embassy in san jose man they're partying (laughs) um and uh, yeah it'll be interesting guys we uh, had a good time down there and we'll cover that on wake and bake but now we got me and guru holding down the fort for some grow talk i've already been pre-warned um guru's got to not only co-host the show but run all the cameras and equipment it's not (laughs) it's not
1: it's not super easy at all
0: This is where like you need maybe a little microdose or something, and just or a little extra caffeine. I don't know. I don't You're know how be, maybe, I,
1: I don't know how I didn't think about that earlier. That would have been a good idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you won't be maybe hitting your your dab as much there, but I'll give you a rundown, guys. Today the show built off dudegrows.com and DGC Produces. We've got a dank nug, Bruce Banner, Unknown Breeder by Weedman 505. Uh, grow Talk Questions. First time Sea of Green and a sneaky male busted next to my girl in week seven of flower. And this is by Davy Dave Merchinson 420 Grow. And that first time you see a green, he's trying to figure out what, he wants, what is one gals or two gals and wants to get at least an ounce per plant. So we'll hit that. Okay. We've got Producer Caleb Compton is asking about the appropriate time to harvest a straight CBD or CBG plant. Do we look at trichomes the same as when we're dealing with photo periods? Uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. And then next one's titled Nothing But Nanners, uh, you, uh, which I don't like.
1: I know. You know how that one's going to – that one goes. But
0: it's to way towards the end of Flower. I, I think he's going to be okay. This is by Callie Smokes. And lastly, Eating Clones by Emilio Adangstavez. Okay. I love that name. It's beating out Dank Sinatra for me. It's my favorite DGC. <laughs> uh, but before we hop in it, you know how we do, man. First, I'm going to hit DGC Cup, guys. We, it's, it's around the corner. You guys are coming to uh, the world's biggest weed party. I don't know about that. Uh, at the outskirts, the outskirts of Fort Collins at a, a little family farm. We're having to get together, guys, and we're having a competition. Uh, we'll get about 30 entries right now. Anybody's welcome to compete. You go to dgccup.com uh, to get your tickets. Anybody that comes is a judge. You guys get a custom DGC glass one hitter, a custom DGC BIC lighter. We didn't even chance on that. You can get those other lighters for like one third the price of the BICs, okay? The ones that uh, I don't know what they're called, but.
1: Hey, Bix are kind of the way to go, though. The other ones like turn into like crack lighters and stuff. Bix just solid.
0: BIC, like you can run, I don't know what, you can run it through the washing machine. You can take it underwater, get it going again. <laughs> like it's pretty <laughs> legit. um But dgccup.com I wanted to tell you guys uh, we have the first, second, and third package. So if you're a competitor, just to give you a taste, uh, you come in first place. You're going to be getting, uh, obviously, the first place cup. We literally have a nice metal cup that you can put your weed in trophy-wise. An AC Infinity 4x4 full-grow kit, fan, tent, um, an HLG gift card, Horticultural Lighting Group to light up that tent at 1500 bucks value. That gift card for HLG Optifoliar Overgrow, Optifoliar Starter Pack, a Pulse Pro valued at 500 from pulsegrow.com to monitor everything from your CO2 to PPFD to humidity, um, give you all those alerts. We're going to throw some genetics in there. Irie Genetics is going to hook up some seeds for you, rain science grow bag. And of course, real growers coming in with five pounds of recharge and six pounds of grow dots, as well as a pallet, holy shit, a pallet of <laughs> Grower 70, 30. Coco perlite blend so this is like the most ultimate grow package i've seen like you got everything you need to your, get own and pimp your grow
1: everything you need
0: yep that's
1: awesome and then um, second second place so, is no slouch either I mean, like they got the second. You get a second place trophy, six inch fan with controller sixty nine, another HLG gift card for like eight hundred and fifty bucks, an optic fuller overgrow, an optic foliar sixty mil starter pack, Pulse Pro, some Rain Science, Irid Genetics, Pounder recharge, uh, pound and a half of grow dots, and then a half pallet of like we got some good prizes coming up
0: yeah guys, you can bring it bring it dgccup.com it's gonna be a great event we're getting some glass blower a glass blower there i believe signed up yesterday um we have tons of check out all the vendors there hlg seeds here now there's gonna be a handful of breeders i think we got about six or seven breeders right now signed up to get some genetics so dgccup.com check it out guys. All right. We'll tell you a little bit. I want to hop on the show. I usually go into some dudegrows.com forward slash support about becoming a DDC producer, but I want to hop into grow talk here a little bit, man. Let's start it off with this dank nug. I got my fresh bowl packed. We'll see if it's too quiet without Scotty. Uh It already feels a little weird to me. So, Guru, you're going to have to say real quick and interrupt me a few times. And uh, yeah,
1: I can can take the reins. I got it.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, We got Bruce Banner, unknown breeder by Weedman. 505 um and this is nice it's got a nice i want to say purplish hue to it beautiful dank nug uh it says what's up dude guru and scotty and the dgc this is my bruce banner week six of potentially 12 damn uh found this quite a long time i found some seeds after picking up a half pound from a friend and they all have been female awesome she's sticky and stinky and smells like fermenting fruits or a mixed fruit cider as you can see in the last picture she's so sticky that she's catching fungus gnats on the lower buds i've had that happen before on my buds and not a good effect for your finished buds but you know you got the sticky sticky then um it says running a build a soil blend the 3.0 craft blend build a bloom and gnarly barley nice inputs from build a soil there uh, Kashi blend, a few other Build a Soil products, and definitely recharge. It sounds like a fairly amended organic soil mix, super soil maybe, if you will.
1: Going pretty much so yeah, like my super first, soil, living soil type mix in there,
0: which is great to reuse. If I'm somebody that's reusing my media, that's how I'm going to grow. I'm not going to be hashtag no spill bottle guy. uh I would. I mean, <laughs> it just seems like it's much easier um when those are your inputs, and then just doing something like a reamend kit uh, from Build a Soil. So. Yep. Says the end of prohibition in New Mexico. or This is my first legal grow since the end of prohibition in New Mexico. It is my personal grow, but me and a friend are starting an outdoor micro grow with two hundred plants to hopefully provide some real medicine to these New Mexico dispensaries that only carry garbage. Have a great day, guys, and I'll keep you updated on the grow, dude. It's looking great. Quite a long strain there at twelve weeks. I don't know why I hear that more and more in some states. Like the what they're getting from the dispo just. I guess they're calling it garbage because if you're a home grower and you're comparing your home grow to the dispo, so not all the time,
1: most of the time, um, but maybe better.
0: it's just maybe it's just because when a state's getting on board too, they're going through some of the. The pains of, of getting good flour in there i mean there, but, uh,
1: that kind of kind of always happens when a state goes legal but you got to remember there's no inter, or there's no legal interstate commerce cannabis like between states uh it's relying on like people from states that have been doing it for a while uh moving to a new state and like uh, taking their sops and uh, like their standard practices there with them um so it kind of like they have to trickle to those new areas um, because a lot of the people that just set up shop, even if they are an, an awesome home grower, growing at scale commercially is a completely different animal than uh being a really really good home grower. Um, so it's just it's just wondered... different, and there's some growing pains that have to happen there, and some people just weren't supposed to be in that position to start off with, and the, they need to just wait wait for better growers to get in there too, or. Sometimes it's just, uh, what the person like in charge of the money actually cares about where they know that if they get anything to market, it's going to sell, uh, in their dispensary. So they're not uh, so concerned about quality.
0: On well, school that New Mexico, I don't know if these people could survive. They're saying it's a micro grow with 200 plants, which sounds like it's something that has a potential micro grow license and that they're going to provide real medicine to dispensaries. Um, that's pretty cool. If you can succeed with a micro license in whatever state you're in, if it's offered and have a 200 plant grow. And I suggest in that situation, you hone in and perfect like a strain that you're known for, that you're known to grow it like one of the best. Um, and that you always have that variety solid and you can, you know, it's desired and you start to probably tie a couple deals with certain dispensaries if you can, but I don't know how that scales up and competes with the ultra big growers. Uh, but. I like to say not technically, I just feel with smaller, lower plant count, you can grow better. Dank's just more love to the plants.
1: Oh, almost definitely that like the smaller scale, more care can be given to uh, each plant. And like, yeah, if, with good growers you can definitely end up with better products it's the same with uh, a lot of other industries too like think about wine like the best wine comes from really small batch segments of uh, of different vineyards from really really good years and then they'll do different blends and stuff from that but you can get like gallo wine that's super cheap and like grown everywhere they'll take grapes from all over the place or you can sell them really cheap there or you could take the time to make like a really really good vintage and sell it and there's always going to be a niche market for uh the like ultra ultra quality
0: you just put the word craft out there like in front of this is now not just this is the craft dude grow show like when i think of let's say oscar (laughs) meyer salami or a nice craft salami like you got you got a lot of weight on your shoulders if you're Put in the word craft i guess it means kind of smaller batch too if you will yeah artesian, all that together artesian craft small batch salami that's
1: how you do it it's also the best sourdough if you ever see those words in front of sourdough it's usually pretty good <laughs>
0: Right. Grower, grower questions. Guys, we get those grower questions, multitude of places. Grows.com, anybody can use. DDC producers listening in. I'm not getting enough of them, man. Hit me up. Message me over on Patreon. Send me. If you make a post on dudegrows.com, hit me up. We'll try and get your grower questions on the show. Uh, and stay tuned, you Patreon producers We are going to have some grow questions that you will be generating from posts that we put up over there um, and answering specifically with video on Patreon. We just got to get Scotty back from <laughs> Costa Rica and get going on some of this stuff you guys wanted more grow content it's gonna come all right this is first time sea of green and sneaky Mail busted next to my girl in week seven of flower all right the first part of this is sea of green says hey y'all i'm david founder of mdi gardens hope you're all having a great grow and staying positive in these trying times so my farmers keep it growing and don't quit caca is that a could i go (laughs) caca caca uh yeah we'll go with caca It's all about the patience. All right, question one. I'm starting my first sea of green and is wondering if one gallon would get me at least an ounce per plant, or is two gallon the standard due to variation in strain growth? We'll stop in there. A sea of green, you're going to want to grow all one strain. I mean, there are variations in different strains, but I ain't effing around with different strains and sea green. I'm not sure if that's what he's saying. I,
1: I think he's saying that different strains, uh, not running different ones, all like you should run all the same cut or seed run if they're like IBLs and uh, a sea of green. I think he's saying that there can be variation in how much you'll get from each strain but the the big thing with sea of green is as long as your irrigation is on point you can run one gallon and get pretty close to the same yield as a two gallon you're just going to irrigate more frequently uh to keep that that uh, pot sufficiently uh saturated so i mean you can do either uh as long as irrigation is just on point with two gallons you will need to irrigate less frequently than you will with uh like a one gallon pot
0: gives you a little more room for error i mean i'm going with two gal just so i got a little more soil and i don't have to be just almost constantly you could just like yeah
1: no, i mean trip you should i out. i definitely uh in saying all of that i would go with the two gals personally
0: uh goes on to say it depends on genetics for yield yes and says so my footprint is uh seven uh by five by five so f- oh, seven by five by five okay with a thousand watt viper spectra dual channel blur pull led and one Parfact works from thousand watt full spectrum single channel led so and then one feet 1160 lumen 5000k led bulb and one silver there's no way all this is in a seven by five i mean i guess it's possible sounds like a lot of light if these are true wattages for a seven by five area yeah I,
1: I gotta um, i gotta google this light real fast so give me give me one second <laughs> The second one, I, I know about growing. the Viper Specter. The other one, I'm is the one I'm not super sure about.
0: The growing medium is a custom super soil mix and walls lined with Mylar. All right. Well, we answered. Um, yeah, that's going to be too much light if those are true true wall- wattages. Regardless, as far as doing the Sea of Green, I want to recommend irrigation equipment. I mean, what do you think? That there are some fancier things coming out now. For irrigation that'll even have uh i mean they've been out for a while in the horticulture industry water sensors in each plant site i was in this is getting a little fancy where they're like individually watering and keeping everything crop steered if you will but for me like a basic cycle stat is like a tool that you could use to dial in irrigation right you'd you, be all you need in a pump on the basic end
1: yeah you i mean you you definitely could i have been mean, i did find this light it looks like it's says it's a 1000 but it's actually a 42 dollars light and it doesn't give a wattage but I'm going to assume this is probably like 50 watts or something like that but it but, says 1000 uh it's is a, a, it's is that a, the park it's fact works yeah it's 115 watts so he's probably not overdoing it with light uh with that okay. viper spectra in there and those those just uh led bulbs but yeah ir- irrigation equipment there's a a lot of different options um that you can do you can do something as simple as a cycle stat pump um i do like to you want to make sure whatever uh irrigation stuff you're using uh you have it on like a psi limiter um to where like it will keep everything at uh, 25 psi in there because that's where your known rates for how much water are coming out or you can met- measure each site too just to see how much water is coming out but uh
0: i like you smart know you're at a 25 psi like how are we knowing that
1: um, because you're put there's a I feel like a, a pressure reducer where it will maintain 25 psi in the thing if if you put it, put it in it. line with everything. Okay. Um, and one of those is pretty essential for uh getting like really controlled flow from from each thing. But like a cycle stat timer will work. I personally like being able to change my irrigation from like anywhere in the world. So having some smart timers and it tied to those and knowing that like. Each site is watering out 500 mils in a minute, um, and then you can kind of figure out how much you need to or how long you need to do irrigations based on how you're trying to steer it. So smart timers are cool, Uh, smart outlets, plugs, um, but a timer, if you know exactly how you're trying to have everything and just have it hit it like three times a day for a minute and a half. Um, like you could do that pretty easily with a cycle stat.
0: What about too. growing? I'm, i I think I know the answer. We're going to say just a nice quality cocoa, like preferred growing media for something that's being watered multiple times a day. Because um, don't we? I mean, I don't want to like say you can't, but cocoa is harder to overwater. Is that a fair?
1: Cocoa like, is significantly harder to overwater When it's completely saturated It holds a lot more air Than something like ProMix When it's completely saturated um, And it is a more steerable substrate Than uh, like soils or ProMix Or any of those soilless medias uh, I would argue that If you're trying to water multiple times a day And do crop searing The best one really is going to be rock wool, But then you come and run into some other issues Of uh, using stuff like that And just for me the balance weighs out that i'd i'd rather use cocoa and have a little bit less sterible substrate but uh get all the benefits of uh like the re re-wetting. um it's much more of a, a home for microbes I'm not saying you can't use something like recharge and rockwool uh you 100 can uh just the uh, organic material that's there in cocoa seems to be a little bit better for stuff like that well, for me and
0: learning i mean and using I the canna
1: cocoa kind can can nice of, because- of cocoa just goes right with using canna too so
0: and you can reuse a significant amount of it if you want to go that route. I would use it. We've all learned, if you guys haven't heard about reusing cocoa, man, some of these growers are like, yeah, I'm on my seventh cycle with it. Um, so check that out. That reminds me, don't forget to use the search bar on dudegrows.com, guys. Tons of information you could put in reusing cocoa, and you're going to probably find like eight different articles. I
1: think we did uh, a question, question like two. last week about that one, actually.
0: We somehow ended up with a male opening a few pods next to my ghost train haze. What's the likelihood of cross pollination? Um, it says, I'm happy, ex- uh, wait, excited and sad about, oh, pissed. I'm happy, pissed, excited and sad about this. Two killer phenos or cultivars. MDI Gardens, first ever strain, chocolate haunted train ride. Appreciate you all. Kaka. So we don't know how far he actually is in here. It says I ended up with a male opening a few pods next to my ghost train head. So what's the likelihood of cross pollination? I would say likely, but it depends on the state of the ghost train heads. Uh,
1: yeah, it depends on a couple other things too. If you wanna, like, if you caught it really early, uh, spraying the entire plant down with water neutralizes the pollen, and it's just a good way to, uh, at least mitigate the amount of, uh, like cross pollination that could have happened in there, but and I guess we don't really have much info on how far into the grow it was when this uh nanopop, or does it say in the is the title in week seven of flower? It's not gonna have any time before to, okay, forward to seeds. You might get a couple of false seed pods. Um yeah, but it, it's gone. not it's not gonna be a huge detriment to the, the quality of the
0: flower at all with it popping that late in flower, I wouldn't think. Since Mia is saying in the comments here, um while working at a farm, there was a small section of the flower room experimented with a four-by-four four flood table and sea of green, one gals, and trellis. It worked well. The plants only had about three branches each, mostly colas. It's hard to say whether it was an ounce, an ounce per each plant, but each plant probably weighed about 500 grams wet weight. So that's a good point man uh and keeping the branches down when you are doing sea of green you want to have him do good training and have a you know you can't have multitudes of branches playing on one gallon media
1: yeah hey 500 grams wet weight (laughs) quick math that's like 100 grams dry weight like 20 percent. we're getting there like if you're that's assuming 80 percent water weight went away so that's pretty good but he, he do does uh, say, but the two gal might help avoid them getting root bound because they definitely ended up with uh, some root
0: bound plants. Well, don't get them root bound. Of course. I mean, you're, when you're growing in that size container for the full cycle, of course, you're going to get root bound unless an uh, air pruning container.
1: Yeah. Um, the air pruning yeah, container is going to be the only way to avoid when you're, that, that. A smaller container.
0: You're in a win win. If you're doing sea of green, smaller containers, multiple irrigations in a day. Um, which gives the potential for maybe some wetter media at times while you're dialing shit in. Go with, uh, yeah, an air pruning bag. Of course, uh, we shout out rain science, growbags.com. Um, they got some great bags for that. And they're going to have awesome drainage too, because the whole bottom, the whole bottom and all side of it's all mesh. Uh, and you're going to have a ton of improvement versus nursery pots or something for that and see a green.
1: Oh yeah, and um, and I yeah. I always recommend with the any type of like root pruning pot fabric or uh, PVC mesh or whichever ones you're using use plant risers underneath it because spending all that money on root pruning pots and then it not root pruning the bottom because it's sitting on like in the bottom of a saucer and it's not being exposed to air uh you can still get circling and it won't do the full like root pruning putting it up on like at least an inch riser so that there is an air gap underneath it will help it prune from the bottom and the sides um and, and about, just overall uh, give you sell
0: tips growing in there maybe another sea of green tip um I don't tell me you think of this the they'd sell the so people would set up in a four by four tray um whatever container let's say that you want and then for us we're saying something that the roots can pass through actually would be ideal on this and then you put on the bottom of your four by four tray a coco tech mat which is a cocoa mat that is a you can get them in half inch or up to an inch thick but if you have an inch thick cocoa mat um that would be a way that basically you have a place for all your roots to grow through in the dark and people would love that that style as far as having more area for the roots
1: oh most and like i i knew some growers up in the mountains that crushed it like some of the best growers i've i've, I've met uh, they, they actually ran that five gallon uh, cocoa pots with like the net bottom to it, uh, sitting on top mm-hmm. of those uh, one inch Coco Tech mats. And they just ran GH. And uh, like we, we've talked about, actually, Orion's been on the show before. Um, and uh, yeah, they crushed it that way.
0: Nice. All right. That was some good conversation for a first time Sea of Green. Hope we helped you out there, uh, Davey, Dave Merchantson 420 Grow. And now I got a comment from a. Let's see here. Hold on. Are we getting? The, are you, are you getting the darkness too, Guru? Getting the darkness? You're just me? <laughs> yeah. No. Apparently not. It's just on uh on my end. Apparently my HDMI hookup here is giving me a little darkness. Ooh. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm not getting the darkness on my end.
0: All right. <laughs> Never mind. Move on. That's what happens in an edit, by the way, guys. Most of the time. That and then me and Scotty getting a huge fight. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's good kidding. You got good comments. DGC Pedusa, Caleb Compton. I have a question that could probably be answered pretty easy, but I really want to know the appropriate time to harvest a straight CBD, CBG plant. Just is, ba- is it based on the same methodology as any other cannabis plant? 30% amber or all milky, or you do you harvest earlier? Says I did an order of a 30-pack from Hoku Seeds, H-O-K-U shout out to Hoku Floyd over there at Hoku Seeds, did a Know Your Breeder segment on the Dude Grow Show. Check that out. Um, It says, the OC CBG is the strain name, but just figured it would be a topic worth discussing. Thanks for all the input as well as the info and time you put into the show and products. Have a great time on your break. We did. I'm back, Scotty, soon. Uh, I wanted to reach out. I did a quick search. Uh, Floyd didn't get back to me yet. I actually have some of his seeds to get going too um but yeah what do you know about this as far as we usually as whatever for regular high thc photo peer growers are looking for we recommend looking at least having like one third amber trichomes right like that's a starting point you don't have to harvest right then but that's when hey i can harvest and you're gonna have different effects the longer you wait though.
1: and a lot of people do different stuff like i i personally i'm waiting for like 10 percent amber ideally it's just everything is milky and there's no amber uh not every plant is going to uh like finish up perfectly like that completely around it but Like the ideal is uh, everything is milky because that's the mature stage in the strike. Once they start turning amber, they're converting into CBN or degrading into CBN, actually. So it's something you want to avoid. I'm no hemp expert um, by any means, but I can tell you what I've observed other people doing Uh, most on like a commercial scale where it's really important that they don't go above that uh, that point three threshold. Um, They get it tested like uh, every three days. To see if they're going above that threshold, some states require them to do so, like legally. Um, and if it ever crosses over that threshold, they have to uh, like uh, dispose of the product.
0: Yeah, they like disposed like get rid of the crop.
1: Yeah, and like like that sucks. So they're pretty stringent on that like testing some of them are doing testing like every day to see if they they need to go ahead and harvest it v- very generally uh cbd is harvested much earlier um like week five or week four uh on the plant is like peak cbd just from from what i've been told by people i've never grown a just uh, just cbd variety or just hemp so it's not 100 percent sure but uh as far as i know that yeah they they harvest a little bit earlier if it's something like you're growing this on your own and it, it it's like uh you have a, a, a zero thc variety because uh you're worried about it with work or drug testing or something i would definitely send off a sample to be tested uh before you start using it just to be safe because some in breeding there can be lots of variation uh even as you start to like narrow things down there could still be like outliers um and just to uh, you can't trust that it's gonna say it's zero percent thc uh and i know hoku is a, a really reputable breeder but he also has a lot of mixed uh cannabinoid varieties too um so
0: yeah, I uh, just wait to pop the ones. earlier
1: earlier harvest is going to prevent there being as much THC because when we're harvesting when they're all milky and started to turn amber, that's peak THC for the plant, not peak CBD for the plant. So it's it's just different timings to try and avoid peak THC but still get a lot of CBD from it.
0: Nice nice, yeah, growing my first straight CBD here shortly from Hoku, from Hoku. Um all right, man, let's hit another girl question. We're rolling through smooth. It feels smooth. Your camera's working good. You yeah. Know. Maybe we're getting out too much information too quick. Do we not have enough comedy Will Scotty not on the show? Or are we there? Good? Might I don't think I there's enough dad. comedy? Hmm, let's see. I got my dad joke book right here. Let's <laughs> go right to the first page. How many programmers does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many programmers? Um, hmm. I don't None. That's a hardware problem. Okay. Uh, good.
1: Uh, that's a pretty good one.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> no worries. We'll deliver the information today. Question two: Nanners, Nanners by Cali Smokes. All right. Um, here we go. Load it up. It says nasty looking picture. How? Hey guys, doing a living soil grow with Build a Soil Inputs, and I'm growing a platinum gorilla. By in-house genetics, and I'll finish week nine in about two to three days. Okay, got to be damn close to done. Um, I'm just seeing nanners barely pop out, but there's a decent amount, and I have all my plants trellis-netted, so I can't get to every bud to try and pluck all of them. What are my solutions? Is it going to be harmful so late in flower? Should I just harvest early? I think I still have about another week until harvest. So I think you kind of covered this a little bit. Um, I'm going to feature like Nehe. So let's do a little DDC commentation. It says, if you harvest in a week, I wouldn't sweat it. If it's farther out than that, I might consider water misting, although there is extra humidity could cause mold. So he's saying the water misting, right, to kill pollen, like you were suggesting.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. That's the the best way to just go ahead and neutralize pollen that's floating around the room or has landed on the plants.
0: If you got good environmental control, you're not gonna cause mold by water misting. Like if you're on top of your parameters with humidity and shit like yeah, that, but as,
1: as long that. as you have the capacity to dehumidify the room after the water is misted on there, um and get that humidity to drop and nothing penetrates too deeply into the flowers. It should be fine. Um But he is right in mentioning that that can, if you don't have those controls, it can open up a whole host of other issues. And that in this case, where it's so late in flower that uh, these nanners are are being noticed, if you just pluck those off, um, the very low likelihood that there's even going to be like a false seed pod or anything in there. There's just not enough time.
0: Good after harvest tips, though. Definitely mist and spray down the tent with water or your favorite cleaning solution to deactivate any remaining pollen. It's nice that deactivating pollen can just involve water.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty easy one
0: um sunny mectopia what's up says just ride it out and be happy that it happened this late what does it matter if it turns out to be a boy if you've already finished and it's over i agree i agree uh shout out to big word 420 as well dgc uh i've only had that happen i think once on a lemon g and yeah nanners were popping out just towards the last week um i've seen that happen more sometimes why would they want to wait till the end like i guess it's just that you don't see in the rest of the grow it's not like there's light leaks or anything
1: no uh so sometimes it's just a like fallback plan uh in the plants like genetic preservation where it's like oh no i've gotten all the way to the end of the season and i haven't gotten pollinated by anyone like i want my genes to carry on so i need to flip and make some make some pollen to pollinate myself is kind of uh like what Hold the plant, plant. And, like and i mean the plant's not exactly sentient, but that's what uh like the decision making it's going through is like oh no i'm about to go through no. this whole season not get pollinated not make any seeds that's not what its goal is its goal is to preserve its genetics and carry them on to the next
0: generation so uh right now with my my hdmi cable like behind me like i'm clear what mm-hmm. i'm seeing on my monitor just for the people listening the back of me is like the freaking matrix dude like it is jacked up yeah you like look you like look he's moving <laughs> moving lines and shit wow yeah you this look you really look good really on my right now okay <laughs> we'll just let the matrix be behind me uh wait i gotta ask did you on. take
1: the red or the blue pill
0: oh did he give any description of why I'd want to take either one?
1: He does. One of them is like, just keep carrying on with things the way they are. And the other is like, it'll pull you out of the matrix. And like, you'll see what the real world's like. Can't remember which one was, was which, but I mean, you could, would, could just be a wild card and take both.
0: That would be a big problem. If was <laughs> suggest, I, I think I would have to pull my, put myself, pull myself out of the matrix. I mean, it'd that'd be a painful one. because it depends on how your life's going right like if you like your life feel pretty good you're having a good time on this earth maybe you don't want to be pulled out of the matrix to see what it's really going on
1: yeah cuz if i remember correctly things weren't cool when they when they came out of the matrix and they were in the real world
0: yeah yeah neo i think his name was neo yeah he had to go through some shit man a little bit of trauma
1: yeah a little bit <laughs>
0: All right, time to tell you about recharging your hardworking soil or media or cocoa or rockwell guys. Realgrowers.com is where you can hook up on some recharge or grow dots. So if you're in Canada, dudesworld.ca will get you a recharge, grow dots, and IE genetics, hooking up the Canadians. Uh, but yeah, check it out. If you guys don't know much, if you're not using microbes, they are a game changer. <laughs> don't be thinking, hey, I'm not an organic grower. I'm using the synthetic line. You know, like, you're going to want to mix those two. I was in that mind state when I was first learning microbes can play in both situations and make synthetic nutrients more plant available, if you will, via the rhizophéric party. And you like that.
1: Uh, yeah. That and so it's not actually about, or I mean, it does help make it more plant available, but it makes whatever nutrients you're using more efficient at getting into the plants too. So you can actually use less of the fertilizer that you're using to get the same amount delivered to the plant. Um and it's going through that symbiotic relationship uh, uh with the roots too, which just like overall is a, a much better thing.
0: Will I do like what Scotty says. I know it sounds too simple, it just makes growing easier, guys. I mean, you need to have a way more pH at range availability when you got microbes working for in your soil. Um, if you're already dialed in, you're going to be double, double dialed. All right. Realgrowers.com, dudesworld.ca in Canada. Uh, if you want to deal on that recharge, we got another grower question up, pros list and what's going on in our grows. Uh, become a DGC Pedusa. Dugrows.com forward slash support will get you 30% off recharge, grow dots, free seeds, some seeds here now, 25% off DGC Cup tickets. The 420 Happy Hour, we're hooking up seeds every show and our weekly, no weekly, monthly prizes. We, we just hooked up some HLGs, uh, some big bad boy lights. Man, I should shout out to those uh, Patreon producers that won those. But dogrows.com forward slash support is where you can come and DDC producer uh, check out all the benefits there um, and help support this content, guys. We'll come coming at you uh, episode 1370 here. and want to keep it rocking uh, and get this team taken care of. Okay. Come on, give me some. Give me some. Uh, yeah. 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 All right, here. I got to scroll here. I'm logged in, guys. You, you producers also can always be message me over on Patreon. I go through all those um, uh, messages, and here's the June winners hookup. I had to give it. I had to give it because this was a big one. This was the uh, HLG Scorpion Far Red, a 700 watt light. Um, a badass, like up. I. Uh, I don't
1: know, dude. The camera you see, you can't see it. That's a Scorpion Diablo hanging like right here. I mean, I I don't think you see it in, in the camera you're seeing, but DGC seeing this Scorpion Diablo just hanging up. Um, and it's a badass light, and this one is even more wattage at pretty much the same efficiency. Are you it's using it
0: like as a room light? Is that roll now? I mean, need
1: <laughs> I'll pick it up and show you. It's actually over a Monstera.
0: Oh, that's the albino, or no? Variegated?
1: No, that's that's just a big Monstera. The variegated one is actually back there behind it, but. I, the, ca- the camera doesn't go that far, so uh,
0: the winner of the HLC RR spec Far Red was Hot Rod GGC. Congrats! And also, we did the Elite Clones biscotti pancakes cut, which was uh hippie vet sixteen twenty getting hooked up with some genetics from Elite Clones C L O N E dot com. Check them out, guys! Rooted and unrooted cuts to your door, key yeah. states.
1: Congratulations, uh, And dot All the winners.
0: Do gross.com forward slash support if you guys want to get in on the action. All right, feeding clones. Emilio Dankstavez uh says a pretty basic question here, but we can we can get into it. What's up? DDC been growing now for about two years, and I'm always trying something new. Dotson recharge only this round, and it was kind of getting boring. Uh, so I decided to take my first cuts ever. Like Scotty, I wanted the process to be simple. So I dropped them in water only. After two weeks, I'm getting results, 100% to be exact. So far, I'm pumped. But here's the catch. The roots aren't ready for soil, and the little ladies are needing fed. So here's my question. Not a fan of the foliage spray. So my question to you guys is, can I start a nutrient solution um, in the popsicle moldings I'm using? So he's growing clones in like you know a popsicle long molding yep. thing in water only. Um, I wanted to back up and say he says uh, the roots aren't ready for soil. If you have any roots, it's ready. You for can soil. go into soil. Yes, you can. And I especially,
1: mean, I don't know if Maestro put this picture in here. Or if this is his picture, if these are the roots that you have right now, it's ready to go into soil. Um, like he's in completely. the cuts
0: and popsicle moldings. So I think this is a maestro added image. Gotcha. Um, I've heard of people before cloning all in water only. I mean, we've all, you can see like when you keep some different tropical plant, plants want to try and live in a water vase and then they start to develop some roots and whatnot. Again, I'm not going to say this is ideal way, but after two weeks, he had hundred percent probably because when you're doing it the other way, like in a soilless media rock wool, I can usually get results strain dependent like seven weeks is when i like to see some of my first roots popping seven. out of everything's
1: seven, perfect seven, days. Sorry, seven no, days yeah um yeah and i mean there are uh faster ways to clone too like using an arrow cloner or something like that where it's uh just constantly misting them with uh like iba and a light nutrient solution that is one way to get roots really really fast having a heating mat under uh cuts in rock wool or in uh, i'm sorry like cocoa is another Really good way way to uh, 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 get new roots in the plants.
0: So going on the question here, um, it says, "What would be your choice of nutrient and ratio of your nutrient?" You guys would recommend. I'm an organic grower, and on, and only synthetic yutes I've ever used was Fox Farm and the Dots. Thanks, fellas, for the community you put together for us little guys and gals. The DDC is fucking tits to be part of. Right on, man. Um, so. Okay, first off, like we said, if there's any roots at all, you can take these over to a media. Water them in. Don't water them in real heavy. You can go over water, lightly water it in and keep your eye on the moisture of the media. If you wanted to keep them in the popsicle moldings, assuming you're changing out the water solution fairly frequently, I say for, for if you have nutrients on hand, liquid nutrients, nutrient line, quarter strength nutrient for for cuttings is like is that not a rule of thumb you could say hey if you have some roots and you have some cuttings that you know need nutrition a quarter strength nutrient should be okay
1: quarter strength would be okay i'd probably do half uh just as soon as i transplant cuts into anything other than like bigger than a solo cup they start getting at least like one ec uh feeding from like Uh. the reservoir um You don't need to go all the way down to like quarter strength newts, I guess nutrient line dependent but uh no like one ec between one and 1.5 ec is it should be fine on uh some smaller plants if you want to go like one ec for on on some clones that works and then also remember that they make uh like cloning nutrient solutions where like olivia's cloning gel they make the cloning gel but they also make a cloning solution um that you can use and it's a light nutrient solution uh for the clones and also has some uh hormones in there um that stuff can work really well, faster, just, just faster. Er, which one's faster? Er,
0: faster. No, faster. Er, in the comments said I use Clonex liquid. It's not their rooting gel, but formulated for little nudes and seedlings and clones. So yeah,
1: those and um, and I use the Clonex spray too. It's one of those I use their gel. Just dip it in the IBA gel right into its uh it it's a uh, cocoa rockwell whatever I'm using. I consider them kind of interchangeable for cloning. um Put it right in there, and then you miss the plant with the the CloneX cloning spray. And I mean, there's Olivia's is a cloning spray. There's lots of other ones, um, and they all work pretty great. But yeah, th- those cloning sprays just help get more hormone to the plant and give it like the light nutrient that it needs.
0: I love this popsicle moldings. Like that's like go to the dollar store, get like a six pack of popsicle moldings. <laughs> and like if you can pull <laughs> off cloning and water um which no harm like if you just want to try it for fun when you're doing a little prevent- or not preventative maintenance trimming we'll say in your bedside of the grow um, well yeah and people that used to a, you can use
1: aloe too is another really good thing to add or uh like the from stuff from builder soil they have like freeze-dried aloe powder and uh coconut powder um each of those are gonna um be pretty good or if you got a willow tree around you can like Mash up the branches of the willow tree and uh, uh, get some IBA that way too.
0: Okay. We got the pros list hit the pros before our grows optic foliar do grows.com forward slash pros. When you are shopping for your grow, not only go over there to get coupon codes, guys, go over there to see the list of vetted equipment for your grow backed by quality people. Uh, that will help you out, man. And it's equipment that the DDC is running and we're running. You can go to dogrows.com, search around, search HLG, search pulse grow, search optic foliar is what I wanted to talk about today. Because if you guys I don't care, if let's say, hey, you know what? You're you're, you're like, I don't want to foliar feed my plants. Fine, you don't have to. It's always worth trying to see what you got going on. If you want to try their overgrow ready to use. But the transport is a product where if you're already spraying anything, preventative pest products, neem, you're using some green cleaner, You're using whatever you're spraying. One, you can spray with the lights on, and two, Dinesh has a little support tab over there where there's a PDF on what products. You reduce their rates by 25 to 50% on different products because the delivery you're getting with transport into the leaf surface, into the EPO, oh, am I screwing it up, man? Mesophilic. The spongy mesophilic. Mesophilic. (laughs) layer. You save money, and have a more even spray, spray with the lights on. So Optic is transports a badass product. If you're spraying anything on your grow, uh, check them out, OpticFoliar.ca or tell your local grow store what's up. Give me some Optic Foliar, yo. So they're distributed all over and shout out to Nish. They will be at the DDC Cup as well as well and hooking people up. So come to get ready to get some Optic Foliar while you're at the DDC Cup. All right. I'm so stoked for that, man. That's uh. 25 days away no shit no
1: yeah it's getting closer by. real quick dude we need one of those countdown what's, yeah. go- what's going on in your grow
0: um i was gonna say we need a countdown timer now on dude okay that's like a good that is a good
1: that is a good idea
0: uh my grow man my grow i got hoku seed now that i'm back i had a little summer summertime trip to costa rica for a week um, and I didn't want to plant before I left. I have two varieties from Hoku seeds. I've talked about this before on the show. I know i broken record, uh, which I'm stoked for. And then high Alpine genetics afternoon delight, which is a feminized high CBD, ACDC auto cross with cherry blossoms. Um, I got a new iPhone 12. All right. Guru's like, what's your problem with an SE, dude? We've talked about this in the show. I needed a phone, which I haven't tested yet, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, my led lights in my grow? Always even when I got a little DJI gimbal, it messed with that. They'd make like these lines on the pictures. And I'm like, I gotta be getting videos for the DDC for the Patreons, and there's the SC uh, admittedly, the SC camera was not cutting it. So <laughs> now I'm figuring out how to use my new iPhone uh, 12 mini, which is actually smaller than my SC. You know I me, mean? I like mini shit. These big screens, I'm not a fan of them. I like to wrap my hand around it like that. You know <laughs> what I mean? If I need to, yep. Hey, I so mean that
1: they got they got really good cameras now. I've come a long way since the SE.
0: <laughs> so look, be looking forward to that for real. Um, these seeds can be planted. Uh, my outside grow. I only have one plant. I transplanted to a seven gal, surrounded by some peppers and what are those flowers you recommended that attract predatory wasps? They're small. Yarrow. Um, yarrow. Yep, I got some yarrow flowers there you uh, go. surrounding. So. I didn't want to take any pictures today cause I'm still figuring out how to get them uploaded. I got to do some shit with this new phone. Um, but that's a lot else going on outside my tomatoes. I got hobs. uh, that it does. I don't want to say it takes away this time of season from the indoor grow, but it really does. There's so much going on in the outdoor grow. And it's a pretty compact season where I'm at here, um, in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, and I don't have a lot of time, so I like to really enjoy it while I can. And, but we will be firing up the grow tent and good videos to come. So I'll take it to guru what's going on in your grow, dude.
1: So kind of a little bit of the same where like the outdoor garden has taken up a lot more of my time right now. I've got three, well, four plants in there right now. One of them's a bubble gum for uh banner. Um, but just kind of getting I got a new uh, like the single one gallon thing for uh, the hydrolox instead of like the big one that wouldn't actually fit into a one gal they make a smaller one. So I got those all set up and getting the irrigation uh, automated and everything and then actually just been uh, helping take care of Scott's grow while he's been gone and I've been out of town a little bit too. So it's been kind of hard but just getting some clones transplanted
0: over there today that's hard man going on i'm mean, in review i mean i just got back from being gone for about seven days mother-in-law was here to, to water some plants uh my two habaneros got hammered like because it got warmer here and I, I gave her a watering schedule that was from when it was cooler here even though they were in this room the environment still changes in this room as the hotter it gets outside um but dude it's like having a fish tank some little plants in the windows. So I got, you know, orchids in the bathroom. I got shit outside. It takes like a half day for me to like come up unless like my dream is to have that, you know, you can hire people to like stay at your home. I think there's even a website for it, right? You got yeah, a couple F. dogs. You just need somebody there to be able to hire like a horticulturist to stay at my house while I'm gone and like make everything better and then have a half day education for me when it come back.
1: That improve. That's not the worst business plan in the world. I got one more thing that's going on in my girl. Let me see if, actually, first off, let me do it so you can see what I'm talking about. Doo, doo, doo. Okay, here we go. Do you right. see the irrigation system over there? I got that all kind yeah, of set up. Yeah, and your worm bin. Yeah, the irrigation system set up on the other side of the worm bin. This gives me pretty much like, I can leave for a week and everything Uh, fairly automated and can pretty much just take care of itself.
0: Wait, no wait show that again show that again look at gurus set up here one uh that's a carpeted basement correct yep so he's got a, a grow tent a worm bin, uh a hydroponic 50 gal or 30 gal res, and hard, and it, hard pvc
1: yeah hard pvc plumbing and then the like uh plex plumbing all the way to hooked up to the shower for the float valve uh
0: for the reservoir so i don't have to like your canine un- line yeah lined up there i would be so paranoid i mean not that carpet's replaceable but everything looks perfectly clean too like you gotta be rather particular like my studio here has carpet and there's a grow tent there and i'm like coming in water and recharge sometimes and getting this shit on the carpet so
1: no that's why i'm Um, a big proponent of one drip tra- or trays underneath your plants and risers on them and then i got a like you can't see it it's under the monstera, but there's a shop vac down here too that's just for sucking up uh uh water from those trays and so that's the one thing like if i leave for any amount of time i kind of dial back the irrigation just a little bit so there's less runoff uh that ends up down there but for the most part no i uh fingers crossed haven't haven't had any uh any malfunctions with anything down here it's all set up like properly to where and glued everything so it's not gonna not gonna come undone not <laughs> to say to it couldn't up. like i could definitely blow an irrigation head that would be a worst case scenario um but it's only 20 gallons at worst case scenario 20 gallons is all it is Somebody
0: else bill no we can handle that uh, tell me you're slinging some recharge out there. Support your local growth stores, guys. A
1: yeah. Cultivate Colorado and Denver, Colorado. Shout out to those guys. They are some OGs, and uh, they're going to be representing and hanging out at the DGC Cup, too
0: hell yeah i dig on that uh i will remind everybody if they had a good time do grows.com forward slash support coming up this week we got a hang with main girl grows and was it john that went through uh sommelier some like weed sommelier school
1: I uh right? yeah the or, uh wow. yeah the weed sommelier school
0: so we did a good hang That's with him sir. we're gonna have another grow talk this week I don't believe we'll get back to the wake and bakes until next week. I can't, I don't have a fill in for Scotty on wake and bake. I mean, that's the other, that's the other, it wouldn't be a wake and bake I don't uh-huh. think, without Scotty. So no, nope. we'll he's back. Let's shout out to some of these DGC producers making the show happen. I'm gonna start it off with yellowstone g farmer and a j groves what's up hey i'm gonna do these next two too because i was talking to these cats um, on patreon uh, going a little back and forth edc produces d money what's up in michigan buddy and j zero how's it growing
1: all right i got d dank and canna fog it
0: with g's with g's okay. <laughs> Donkey Dick Grows, okay, and Get Lifted 420. What's Uh, up? I I got Craft Roots,
1: thank you. What's up? And Weedman505, shout out to you, man.
0: Ooh, Uncle Jim, he's going to be at the cup. What's up, Uncle Jim? And last but not least, Grateful Grower 447. Stay higher, DGC. I hope you enjoyed the grow talk, and we'll be coming back to you. Thanks, Guru. Some people
1: love to blaze up the dick. Yeah, we get happy for noon And when the boss man says to take a little break That means we lighten up a tune